1: Well hello and welcome to the Scottish Sun podcast in association with bookmakers William Hill I'm Robert Greve, with me today is Colin Duncan, good morning Colin Morning Robert It's the Monday morning after the weekend before Colin, old firm weekend, a huge game at Ibrox, you were there I had the weekend off, I wasn't at the game but I've seen all about it, I've read all about it What can you tell me who wasn't there Colin, what happened? How good were Celtic? Let's start with them first of all, how good were they? Celtic were exceptional again, I mean uh,
0: they've dominated all the Apart from the game at Parkhead, where Rangers got a draw, they've completely bossed every Old Firm game this season. Streets ahead of Rangers, and as Michael Lustig said, this one it could have been ten, and and Rangers could have no complaints if Celtic were ahead double figures. That's how far they were ahead of them. It's probably the most one-sided Old Firm game I've watched in the last thirty years. That's how far Celtic were ahead.
1: We've seen we've seen Celtic dominate Rangers well in the previous games this season, but to do it, Ibrooks the league's done, it's done and dusty to go there and be as dominant. It speaks volumes for them, doesn't it? It just tells you what this Celtic team
0: under Brendan Rodgers are all about. You know the fact you know you could have forgiven them for taking their, their foot off the gas a little bit. You know we have got a Scottish Cup final to come up, just ease themselves through the last four or five games of the season. But you know nothing could have been further from the truth. They were right at Rangers. I mean, Chris sco- should have scored inside ninety seconds, I think, and Callum McGregor. Had a shot that was blocked by Clint Hill if you squared it to Lee Griffiths there at a tap in, and that just set the tone. You know the penalty that Rangers conceded. You know, needless crazy, but that that just when you're when your mind's scattered, your brains all over the place. That's the kind of mistakes a team like Celtic pressure you into making. And they just created chance after chance after chance. I mean, it was
1: like, it was like the siege of the Alamo. First time ever they scored five goals at, at Ibrox I was going. We'll, we'll, we'll come to Rangers in a minute, but. Celtic should get an enormous amount of credit for this performance, shouldn't they? Because we all analyse Rangers and people will criticise Rangers but to go there and be as dominant, to be as forceful as that in an all farm game you have to give Celtic credit for that it's real real team performance to go there and play that well
0: Celtic are all about pace and they're all about power they're relentless, they swarm all over you and Rangers simply didn't have an answer to them I mean, you could go through the entire Celtic team in 7, 8, 9 out of 10 every single player right through from the goalkeeper you know they've got a job to do and they do it exceptionally well. I mean Kieran Tierney was terrific again. I mean Rangers made it easy for him in the fact that he had no defensive duties. He was just able to bomb up and down that that left flank. And you know what what an engine what great game awareness he's got, you know, just to continually get forward and su- for support. Lustig was similar on the other side, you know, down down the right, capped off another terrific display. I mean his goal at the end is as Messi like almost you know he <laughs> gets the ball goes past three players and curls it into the bottom corner for the fifth yeah, I mean that just put the, the icing on the cake as far as Celtic were concerned but, I mean they, they created so many chances and another day Sinclair had a hat trick McGregor had two or three chances Griffiths was except you know they, that's without Moussa Dembele you know Lee Griffiths comes into the side I thought he had a terrific game you know he was at the heart of everything good that Celtic did you know creative link play well stunning goal You know, there's just you could go through, as I say, you could go through every Celtic player in that team, and and they were were just playing at the the top of their game.
1: I was going to come to Lee Griffiths because he's getting his chance in the team now with and barely injured. He may not play again this season, time will tell, and we'll see in that one. But that's good news for Scotland, isn't it? We've got a huge game against England June the 10th at Hamden, and we've got Lee Griffiths back on form and playing well. That's got to be a good thing for Gordon Strachan.
0: I think me and Gordon Strachan would have been watching that game, and he must have been absolutely delighted to watch Griffiths. You know for us I mean that's where Scotland's problems Have been really In the striking department and in, in the current campaign Griffiths look For somebody who hasn't played Too much this season look really 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 sharp You know if you look At the other Scotland guys in the team You're Kieran Tierney Craig Gordon Scott Brown boss the game again Stuart what about, Armstrong
1: What about Callum McGregor Should he be in there Because for me he should be Definitely. I think this kid's got a real chance Of getting on the squad I'll be very surprised If he's not in the squad but he's earned that place, hasn't he? I think he's a kind of Celtic's unsung hero this season.
0: You know, he's, there's been a lot, of, a lot of written and a lot said about a lot of the Celtic players this season. You know, guys like Dembele, Sinclair, Brown, Armstrong, and rightly so because they have they have been they've been you know excellent from the start of the season till just now. But Callum McGregor's went, he's, he's filled in a number of different positions. He played at left back, and he never let Celtic down. He's, he's He's a guy when you take him out of the team, you realise how much you miss him. He just he's a glue that seems to hold that team together. Very, very clever player. You know, just he's always in the right place at the right time. Doesn't seem to do anything fancy or, or, or out of the out of the ordinary, but he just does everything very, very well. Very, very really wastes a pass. He's a terrific finisher. You know, he links play well. Yeah, you no, know, I think he's he's been outstanding and I would definitely have him in... Not, not only in the squad I yeah. would have him in the starting lineup yeah. Against England With think a was, shadow
1: of a doubt I also think it was very clever management From Brendan Rodgers last week And the week before even as well Where he pinpointed Callum McGregor And he made it known Look this guy's one of our key players this season And he gave him a bit of attention A bit of a highlight on him And I think the fans Have maybe started to buy into it Because he, he did it once And was playing a lot of games Without probably getting the recognition And it's fair play I think To Brendan Rodgers to identify that And say no look at this guy We talk about Scott Brown We talk about other players But Callum McGregor Is a guy he trusts
0: And that that speaks volumes for him If you think back to the start of the season I think a lot of Celtic fans Maybe thought that Callum McGregor Was on his way out You know you look at that that Brought in a few new faces And he he wasn't in the the Celtic team At the start of the season You think where's this guy going to figure You know what's his role going to be this season But he was given an opportunity He's grasped it with both hands And he's made himself indispensable And I think Rodgers He's watched so many of his other players Get credit And I think he just thought well this boy he really, really deserves his profile to be lifted a bit, and, and he spoke glowingly of him a couple of weeks ago, and, and rightly so. And to get back to, to Scott, you know, Gordon Strachan, we're watching that. Man, memory serves me correct. I think he had him, and he's one he of his did. a and couple of his squad a couple of years ago when he first broke into the Celtic team. So he clearly does rate him, and I think he he will be in the squad, and, I, and it wouldn't surprise me to, to see him start because. For the, for the last match Scotland He filled his team Full of Celtic players Brimming with confidence They know each other's Games inside out you know, It makes sense If they're all fit Still going strong At the end of the season To get as many of them Into that Scotland team As possible
1: We're talking about Brendan Rodgers Trusting the likes Of Callum McGregor And others In that Celtic team What about Rangers then? How, how many players Can Pedro Casina Trust right now?
0: Well, if you look at the last Two old firm games Then one Possibly two the goal. If you give the goalkeeper the benefit of the doubt, you know it was we 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 talked about the old fun game at Hamden in the semi final, how how easy it was for Celtic, how one sided it was. You know, Celtic didn't have to get a second gear and still strolled in at the Scottish Cup final. Pedro Kishina talked about in the build how he was looking for a reaction. You know, what he, he wanted his, his his players to have a bit of fight, a bit of desire. And we absolutely get none of that on Saturday. I mean, Rangers, they conceded a rash penalty after six, seven minutes and then folded like a, a pack of cards. I mean, Celtic ran all over them. There was no fight, absolutely no response whatsoever, apart from Kenny Miller, who ploughed a lone furrow. It doesn't augur well for, for the how much work he's going to have to do to try and transform that team. Not even to, you know, talking about closing a gap, I think the only thing he can really do is, is stay within 30-40 points of Celtic, to the
1: current rate I mean you look at that squad Colin and you, and you do wonder how Rangers can shift these guys on because they've got guys on good contracts here. for me they've got guys here, it's almost like a lottery win they're, they're in good contracts they've come to Rangers when they're nowhere near good enough to play for a club the size of Rangers and yet here they are on good contracts they're going to be very hard to shift these guys it's going to be a real issue for for Rangers this summer if Pedro Cusina is to, to revamp the squad which I think we all agree he has to do he's going to have to get guys out the door
0: it all back to Mark Warburton's recruitment policy, which is an absolute disaster drone. You know, if the summer signing, you mean you go through you could go through them one by one and say, well, has any of these guys actually been a success? And I don't think there has. He's also saddled them with long term contracts. You know, these if somebody's one of these players you're gonna to have to come in and pay money for them. So and the evidence of this season, is anybody gonna come in and offer Rangers series money for any of these players? I would highly doubt it. I think Kenny Miller and Clint Hill I think with only two out of contract obviously Kenny Miller's re-signed which was was fair enough you know he totally deserves it Clint Hill's other one so all these other guys are in contract I mean how's he going to get rid of them you know he clearly needs to rebuild his entire team you'd expect another 11-12 players coming through the doors in the summer But to get them in, he needs to get these these guys out. And that's what he's been, you know, Warburton's saddled him with. I mean, he's got his tactics completely wrong in the last two Old Firm games. But that's maybe down to the fact he's got so few players that he trusts to go and do a job. And and, and that's all a legacy of of the Mark Warburton era.
1: And when we talk about Celtic, we talk about the mentality. We talk about the winning team spirit at the club. And that's what's missing from Rangers right now, isn't it? That mentality, that character to say... We're up against it here, but we're going to fight for each other. They're not doing it. They're clearly not doing it. You touched on it. Kenny Miller and Wes Fordham are probably the only two. Or no, Certainly no doubt with Kenny Miller. Fodderham. you can argue. The rest, what is happening to the rest of those players? They seem to be accepting these defeats. And that must be the worrying thing. That's why Rangers fans left long before the final whistle on Saturday. And that's why they're worried. It must be.
0: Well, I mean, you can understand if, if people haven't got enough ability, that, that's fair enough. And, and when it comes to, to ability, Celtic are, are streets ahead of the Rangers' squad at the moment. But the lack of fight, you know, you think you go up, make it tight, pack the midfield, you know, say let's let's contain them as, as for as long as, as possible. Let's fight for every ball, every 50-50 challenge. I can't remember Rangers winning a 50-50 challenge. I mean, in the middle of the park, how easily Heinemann, Josh Windass... Jason Holt How easily these guys Are completely brushed off the ball By Scott Bound, Stuart Armstrong It was just so easy And again The, the goals that, You know We talked about last week When Andy Halliday Loses man Doesn't track back to scores That happened all All day And, and Saturday With Heineman, And Josh Windass Just not bothered Losing the ball Being brushed off the ball Just standing still And let their, their markers run off Time and time again
1: That happened What about Kishina How much Of the blame Lies at his door how much does he have to be questioned over, as you say, his tactics? He's got badly wrong in the last two Old Firm games. Uh, how much, or how much sympathy do you have with him or for him, because of what he's got to work with?
0: Well, you have to have a bit of sympathy when you, you know that you can only work with the tools you're given, and, and what he's got is is pretty shabby. I mean, it's a poor squad, with poor mentality. You know, see, so he's right behind the eight ball from from the moment he came in the door. But as Graeme Motty proved. In the old firm match at Celtic Park, you know that there's ways you can play to try and contain Celtic and try and damage limitation. He packed his team. He showed that day that you know they they could grind out a result. I mean, it was a one off, albeit, but they went there against all the odds. A creditable one-one draw. Kashina thought, well, it was a bit more open and expansive at Hamden. His players didn't turn up. A Pitiful display. And then on Saturday again, you know, he had Dodo, Martin Waghorn up front. Kenny Miller in the mid midfield, but the best will in the world. Kenny Miller is not a midfield player. Surely, if he's going to be on the park, he's in one of the advanced wider roles or through the middle, because his record in, in these big matches speaks for itself. Two front guys were far, far too isolated. Midfield didn't get anywhere near, you know, winning the battle. Celtic completely overran them. Waghorn, Dodo, completely don't touch the ball. And he didn't change it until half-time, and then even then he only tinkered with it. Surely you know, should pack the midfield. That's where the game's going to be won and lost, but the game was lost inside seven
1: minutes. The thing about them as well, they've got St Johnson breathing down their neck, Colin, for this third place. Do you think Rangers will see it out? Do you think they will go over the line? And finishing third or have they got a battle in hands for that because well, it's still you know, very tight.
0: It's not beyond the realms of possibility that St. Johnson could, could pit them at the post for third spot. I mean there's six points in it, so I mean Rangers should be strong favourites to get there. But I mean they, they go to Partick Thistle next week. You know, a, a team full of confidence and with nothing to lose. I mean you wouldn't you wouldn't be putting fortunes on Rangers to to go there and win. Given given the you know the how low morale must be After two crushing, crushing defeats Against their biggest rivals
1: well, There has to be a reaction There's absolutely no doubt about that And we'll see, as you see At Fur Hill On Sunday afternoon Whether well, there is one from Rangers
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile With the price of just about everything Going up during inflation We thought we'd bring our prices
1: Performance and result I was talking about there just a second ago, Colin. Because to go to Pitodry and win 2 0 against an Aberdeen team for me who've been fantastic this season, second place by a distance, but they're, they're still going strong. St. Johnstone to go away from home and get that kind of result, it speaks volumes for, for Tommy Wright, doesn't
0: it? It does. It just, it just shows you the benefit of a good manager. I mean, I mean Tommy Wright scored are vastly underrated, but you know they go to an Aberdeen team flying. By all accounts, Aberdeen had most of the play, completely dominated, but St. Johnson just. Made it hard for them, were very organised, very disciplined, just let Aberdeen blow themselves out as they did against Rangers a couple of weeks ago, hit them in a counter attack with two late goals. I mean, they, St Johnson keep doing it, you know, we shouldn't really be surprised, you know, we keep talking about, oh, St Johnson pulled off another result, but they've been doing it for the best part of four or five years under Tommy Wright. You know, the fact that, you know, we're coming in with four games to go, they're six points behind Rangers. You, know, you look at the two budgets, the two, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> night and day. But again getting back to it, if you've got a good manager who identifies good players and has a good collective team spirit then that's what you can achieve.
1: We're maybe going to see some results like this for you not know, between now and the cup final because second place is nailed down. If you guys here, Derek McKinnist will probably be giving the squad a bit of a break, trying to rotate one or two guys. We're going to see some of these results and it shouldn't take the gloss off what's well, been a fantastic season for them.
0: No, no, I mean they were there you know the the essentially achieve second splot, spot spot um, spot <laughs> before the split which is a terrific achievement in itself yeah I mean that. that's all we the think they're really interested in now is trying to avenge that League Cup final defeat at the hands of Celtic when, you know, when Celtic won 3-0 and, and Aberdeen couldn't lay a glove on them you know they've been desperate to, to make an impact in this competition and that's you know that's a bit few players are going to be rested and they're going to be, make sure everybody's you know, recuperated and fully charged for, for the, the Scottish Cup final at the end of May. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Aberdeen drop a couple of more points along the, along the way before the season finishes.
1: And what about the bottom end of the table? Because there were some huge results over the weekend. Kilmarnock, a 2-0 win over Hamilton away from home. Fantastic for them. Dundee getting a huge result over Motherwell, for part winning 3-2. And Ross County on Friday night against Inverness Carly Thistle Liam Boyce let's talk about Liam Boyce because that was his 21st goal of the season for a guy who's playing for for Royce County that's a tremendous return and he's he's unsung a lot of the time I think at the club to win 4-0 in a game they had to win and it almost makes Inverness doomed now doesn't it they're gone you've got to think they're gone
0: Yeah there's no way back from Inverness now they're completely Dead and buried. I mean, one win in about 23, 24 games I mean that their, their form is absolutely terrible. The players just—they they, just—they just look beaten. You know, it looks as like if they're not playing for a manager. No, I, I can't see any way humanly possible that they're going to pull off any great escape hacks. Yes, they're definitely down. Definitely going to finish bottom. Liam Boyce, you know, a similar return last season. You know, for a team at Ross County, just is outstanding, outstanding. Goalscorer. He just seems to be one of these street players. You know, he goes, he goes, he goes ten, fifteen games without scoring, and then he'll, he scores about ten in the next five matches. But anybody that scores four, four goals in one game, especially a Highland derby, or, you know, he's he'll be part of Highland folklore from now on without a shadow of a doubt.
1: What about all the other games you've touched on? Dundee's Win over Motherwell At third park Neil McCann His first game in charge To go there And get that result They, they, they couldn't buy a result Under Paul Hartley It's just one of these Things that happens Isn't it A manager's toiling they, they get rid of him bring a new guy in And they, they go And he goes Three goals away from home
0: It really put that result Put the cat amongst the pigeons You know For the for who's going to be Battling out for the To fill the playoff place No you know Motherwell win there you know that would have been eight defeats in the in the spin for Dundee, and you're thinking, well, you know that that they are just on a tailspin. There's going to be no way back for that. But full marks to Neil McCann who who managed to to go to to Fir Park and produce a performance like that, given that the form they were in. You know the, the players obviously have, have reacted to him coming in. He's changed a few things up, and by all accounts, they were well worth it. You know, obviously the, the debated goal that never was for Milton again Murrow. again. When the ball crossed the line, but when, when you defend as bad as Motherwell are doing at the moment, then you know you're gonna you're gonna play yourself into trouble. Come back to Neil McAneny, yeah, f- fair play, that was a terrific result.
1: But there's still have a lot of work to do because I think can we take Comanica out of the equation? We think Kumanlick are on seventh place just now, thirty eight points, and below them you've got Ross County on thirty six, Dundee thirty three, Hamilton thirty two, and Motherwell thirty two. Inverness as we say, we think are gone. On 25 We can pretty much Throw a blanket over Ross County Dundee Hamilton And Motherwell Yeah
0: Yeah well I mean I think uh, Kilmarnock are safe They're they're looking pretty safe They've been on an upward curve For the last few months Lee McCulloch's done a terrific job You know we're a young team I think they're fine Ross County should be okay Although they're not quite out of it I think it's going to come down to Between Dundee Hamilton And Motherwell See who fills that, that playoff place. I mean, it's a stick a pin in it, Job. You know, it really is. You know, they're, they're so up and down, it's hard to predict what's going to happen from one week to the next. It makes it fascinating, certainly, for the last few weeks of the season.
1: It's what makes the split good as well, Colin, doesn't it? Because the, the, the split that we have in this country gets some criticism at times, but these are the games it throws up. The next four weeks are going to be fascinating. It's going, almost certainly going to go to the last game of the season to see who's in the playoff. As I say, we think Inverness are gone, although. Even with, all, even with that They, they might They're playing, they're playing Hamilton in the weekend They win that game Pull the result back And they might give themselves A chance But it's why the split works Isn't it?
0: Yeah there's probably been More more excitement About this You know In the bottom half of the table And the top half of the table Over the last year Four seasons I mean Celtic have been So dominant But The the relegation issues went down to the last, you know, virtually the last day of the season, every season for the past four or five seasons. Inverness do look dead and buried, but you know, you think back a couple of years ago to Hibbs, you know, Hibbs went into the split in seventh place, lost, you know, four of the last five, and they get sucked into the playoff, and then Hamilton beat them. So I don't think Ross County can feel totally, totally that they're they're going to be playing top flight football next season, which, as I say, the split can be. Does have its critics and it can be derided, but it does keep the interest levels going certainly.
1: Just to touch on the championship Colin, because we're looking at Falkirk, Dundee United, and Morton getting into the playoffs from the championship to play the 11th place team in the in the Premiership. Will one of these teams genuinely feel they've got a chance? It's, it's heavily weighted towards the Premiership team. We all know that, rightly and wrongly. That's the way it works. But will these teams feel as though they've got a chance of coming up?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think there is much. If you look at the teams in the top half of the championship, even some of the teams at the bottom bottom half of the championship, given the form St. Mirren are in at the moment, and the bottom half of the Premiership, I don't really think there is much in it. You know, I don't think if whether it was Falkirk, Dundee United, or Morton, whoever it is, it, it gets into the playoff final. Will be worried about facing a, a Motherwell A Hamilton or a Dundee, not one little bit. I think they they will fancy their chances of beating them over two legs.
1: But they do play a lot more games. they will go into that game, you know, having having grafted their way into that position, and that's why it tends to be the Premiership team that stays up.
0: But it, it comes down to a freshness factor, doesn't it? We've we'll, we'll watched in the last couple of seasons where Rangers and Hibs have, have well, Hibs dropped to you know Rangers and just you know they're playing so many games. And they get in the playoff They've got nothing left You know when, when Motherwell beat them That's happened the last Two or three seasons Yeah it is definitely waiting Happened again last season When Kilmarnock Played Falkirk And Falkirk ran out of steam That'd be the only negative Against the, the teams In the championship But when it comes to You know Footballing ability And, and belief I don't, I don't think they'll have Any worries in that score
1: Well Certain to be Some high drama Between now and the end Of the season corners. absolutely no doubt Of that The top of the table's done But there's some huge games To come at the bottom Thanks very much for joining myself, Robert Greve. With me was Colin Duncan from the Scottish Sun, William Hill. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.
0: Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colours to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty Litter.